and we're like making snow angels like yeah this is yeah. great until it got to a point where like it was like really pouring down we couldn't see five meters ahead of us and we oh, were wow. like oh my god where are we gonna go and i remember i really wanted some ramen so we tried yes. to go to a moment for love food. ramen yeah. guys well welcome to the oasis podcast there's um there's a few new things happening this this time around i don't know if you can tell um but before we jump into any of these new big massive huge things that are happening um first just wanted to say a little hello and just remind you that this show is just all about highlighting some highlighting some local creatives that is absolutely killing the game and we get to hear a bit of their story hear how they got to where they're at hear a little bit about what they hope to achieve in the future and um, hopefully this episode is going to inspire you and it's going to make you want to get out of your house go create some stuff because um, that's why we're here this is why we're making this podcast this is why we're doing what we're doing so first thing um, you might not have noticed if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts but we're actually doing video now so can go and jump on YouTube and watch us on there and also if you're watching on YouTube you would already see right next to me is our very new um, co-host, Robert again. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good, bro. Like How are you? This is like close enough for oh. social distance things. Okay. I don't I mean, know how people are going to feel about it. No, <laughs> yeah, they'll do. They'll do. <laughs> but I should wear a mask next time. Yeah, I don't know. Ah, Look. maybe. Ah, should be right. <laughs> should be sweet. We, yeah. You, you're not sick, right? So, we're good. Oh, no, I got a bit of hay fever. Got a bit of a scratch in the it's eye. It's supposed to say no. But, no, no, I'm, I'm fine, bro. I'm, 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 let me just let it out. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I, I don't... Do you know how they always ask you that? When you're like, when you go somewhere and you got to sign in, it's like, do you have any symptoms? Mm. I don't think so. And then you got a ticket? Yeah. It's like that. But, yeah. Great. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on the podcast, dude. No worries, man. So the reason why I wanted to get Robert on here is because this dude is just like the king of curiosity. Yeah. Um, he's always asking me the the sickest questions, just always taking the combos to... Yeah, like there's always random ones, but then there's like, there's just so many really, really good ones that just take combos to like the next level. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I just figured Robert's going to be able to take this podcast to a whole nother level. Um. Yeah, just he thinks a little bit differently to me, so I think um, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, you make me sound like an alien, like oh, you completely st- yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you feel like an alien? Oh yeah, no, nah, no, nah. <laughs> maybe because I'm out of this world. Yeah. Nah, 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 yeah. nah, didn't 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 land, didn't land. Nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm introducing myself so well on this podcast. I love this so much. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, our friends especially are gonna like they're gonna froth on this moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely, bro. Yeah, but um, yeah, sweet. Let's let's do this thing, bro. Yeah, what, sick. What so, you... should we introduce this yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah. Who's who's the right, tell us, tell us a little bit about him oh. first before we um we give it away. Right. So we don't we don't say that. <laughs> well, actually, I was just thinking before <laughs> that like the, his name will be. His name will be on the. On oh the title. yeah, so we want to go in a way. Um. By the way, I just choked on my water a little bit. Don't have it's COVID. Not, it's not COVID. Not COVID. <laughs> just. I feel like this could almost be a comedy podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is. It's, it is. <laughs> it's whatever you wanted to be. True. But yeah. yeah. Um. My phone. 
Yeah. So our guest, this yeah. episode's guest. Yeah. Um, mate, this guy's just solid. He he um he makes. I don't even know how to explain it. He does streetwear clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's killer. He's he's wearing something fresh. I don't know if you guys can see it yet, but it's he's just a killing the game. He's good mm-hmm. at design. He does like, um, yeah, he does heaps of stuff, and he has his own business as well. And yeah. I, and that's mad respect in itself. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. So he's actually just, um, or I guess maybe in the last year, started up a streetwear label called Good Hope Studio. And um, he's dropping some fire there. And um, I'm sure there's some other things he's got in store apart from just clothing. Um, but we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. So anyway, this episode, um, we have the one and only Ernie up in here from Good Hope Studio. And um, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was uh, I was gonna say, you know, I feel I feel good being here, but then between Robert's uh, watery eyes and your coughs, I'm like, I don't know if I can hey, say. Hey, hey. Welcome, say. welcome, join the crew, bro. Maybe we can just isolate like this. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we, we can isolate just here and have good chat. Yeah, for like five or two days, fourteen days. Yeah, solid. We can just do a whole whole season. I think I'd else. go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess where we might start this was, so we mentioned you're doing stuff with Good Hope Studio these days, but take us back, take us back a little bit. Um, I know before you did Good Hope, you were doing graphic design stuff full time. Like before that, how, like, how did you get into graphic design? Where did even your passion for design or creativity start with that all kind of kick off, you reckon? Like, to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't even know. Um, I mean, in high school, I didn't do any graphic design uh, studies. I didn't study art. Um, and actually, out of high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I actually did accounting for a year. Wow. At university, yeah. And That's crazy. Had my accountant, my tutor, tell me, look me dead in the eye and say that you're, you're never going to be an accountant. Oh, <laughs> serious, <laughs> bro? How'd that make you that's feel? Crazy. It was horrible, you know? I failed more than half my subject. I think I'm just not a studious person. Um, and even failed my marketing class. So wow. I, think, I, don't, I just didn't think it was for me. Um, and then one day I picked up, uh, downloaded an app, Instagram. And I was like, this is kind of cool. And mm. there was a few other, I forgot the app was back in the day, but you could start layering typography over photos yeah yeah and i was like oh this, this is kind of cool and it started getting interesting um and doing some stuff in there and collaborating with other people on instagram um and back in the day i remember i, I got a thousand followers before even like before then man if you had over a thousand followers um it was it was huge so uh that was something that i was like oh maybe there is something in this and then i, f- I remember one it was really, really clear that I was I was sitting uh, in the library studying for the um, final exams for that year, and I was talking to one of my friends from high school, and mm. she was studying graphic design, and I was like hitting her up, and I was like, "Man, how how are you studying for your your final exams? You're stressing out." She's like, "Oh, I don't do exams." I'm like, what do you mean you don't do exams? She's like, "Oh, I mean graphic design. We just you know." We, we have uh, assignments, but no exams. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, holy wow. shit. And within, like, straight away, I was um, trying to apply for UTS, uh, University of Wollongong, just trying to transfer yeah. to a graphic design. Uh, ended up at Design Centre Enmore. Yeah, safe. Yeah. 
Yeah, wow. And then uh, from there, I mean, just working at Conlon at the time and, and started there for two years and, yeah, cracked into the industry. And yeah, was, ended was, up it, here. was yeah. it um Was it tough switching between, like, accounting to... I mean, to no, design. just because I was so bad at accounting. I guess yeah. the floor was very, very low. Yeah. Um, and I was like, anything to do with creative, uh, the creative field and not having to do exams. Yeah. I think that was for me. I, I just, I was just very bad at exams. Like, I have very bad short-term memory. Mm. <laughs> I was not, you know, um, I might have uh, ADHD. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but, can yeah. Relate. Can yeah. Relate. yeah. <laughs> I, I just couldn't, I couldn't... Uh, keep track of class um so i think being in that it was, it was totally different because i i grew up in um the kimberton area and i studied accounting at the local university here and yeah. so i was sort of stuck in that bubble okay but then once i sort of broke out i started studying tafe in um marrickville newtown mm. yeah it's just like a whole nother world mm. so different yeah and, it's so different and newtown's so much more creative eh? like they have their own little creative hub there as well it's a bit yeah. of a vibe out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool, especially man. back then. And I think a few years ago, what was that, like five, six years ago when I was studying? Yeah. It was just really, it was sort of, it was other things come up. There was yeah. no, I mean, nowadays it's known as, you know, where all the students go and, um, yeah, you, like you said, it has a vibe. But back then it was, it was still sort of bubbling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you made, you made the bubble, mate. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I rode that wave. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Newtown. <laughs> yeah. Any Newtown yeah. people out Newtown. there? Oh, it's a lovely area. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, like, what, so you, you went from accounting to, to design. Did you ever think that you were creative back then? Like, did you ever think that you could do something like that? I mean, yes, yes and no. I think the other thing is, like, I, I never really gave it much thought growing up. I mean, I always liked drawing and, and creating things, but it was never really, I guess, in my DNA to do yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it was just, I think once I, once I was exposed to it, I didn't know that being a graphic designer was a career mm. yeah, well, growing up. Like, I mean, if you had told me it was, and if I had seen someone do it, then yeah. I knew that there was something there. Yeah. But I think growing up, I didn't know it was a thing until my godfather, actually, I found out that he was a graphic designer. Yeah, wow. And I was like, wait, so you actually get paid to do these kind of things? Yeah, and he's yeah. like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so this is something that is possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was, it was really cool seeing that path paved for me and knowing that I could follow that. Yeah, yeah that's huge. Bro. It's pretty next level when like the, you have those moments where you see someone doing something and you realize what's possible yeah yeah i think that's massive even with this podcast as well just because like seeing people like you like a designer it's like oh like there's actually like people out there actually doing that as a career mm. yeah. like, that's huge yeah yeah and and on that one thing i love is that like you're from our area you're from campbelltown yeah, <laughs> yeah. come on yeah yeah well you know I, I grew up in camden but i like to say i'm you know from campbelltown yes Cam- camden campbelltown yes. southwest sydney yeah um yeah, I, I love everyone that we've had on the podcast so far is from the Southwest Sydney yeah. kind of area. And what I love about that is any locals that are tuning in are actually like, wait, there's other creatives <laughs> yeah. from our area that are actually killing the game. Yeah. And it's not sure. just me out here hustling. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's something that, like, yeah, like you mentioned, I 
I mean, prior to meeting you guys, it was a little, I mean, sometimes you heard of a friend of a friend that was doing something kind of yeah. creative and, and creating something. And then, but most of the time, these people, like once they, they sort of make something themselves, they sort of want to get out of that bubble. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it's super interesting seeing a lot of it now is, you know, a lot of people are starting to embrace being from the area mm-hmm. um, and sort of championing that. Yeah, super interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think that's also true with any community, man. Like, I feel like you go to any suburb and it's just like, you can feel so boxed in where it's like, oh, I'm not in a big city. I'm not in like Newtown. You know what I mean? Like a big creative hub. Yeah. And it's like, it's good to have this podcast and have chats with people like you mm. just so, you know, like people can know that they can do things like this. And it's not, it's not by your location, but by like your thoughts, like your mindset. Mm. Um, and it's huge man it's it's so cool to see um, a local actually doing that so it's great to see you and it's great to see you on the podcast as well bro oh, thanks for having me it's, yeah it's awesome killing yeah. it yeah. so you've spent some time studying graphic design right yeah and then you said so you got into a job straight after your your course or what was that transition kind of like when I first started out and um, I got that unpaid uh internship i i for maybe a year or two i was working seven days a week between three jobs where i'd work that internship three days then i'd do uh three days at another place um it was a little bike shop doing designs for them and then i'd work at condon for on sundays um i did that for yeah about two years and i mean that's the kind of stuff you've got to go through at the very beginning but Mm. you've got the energy for it you know what i mean um, at the beginning so I think that's definitely something that's very important is that you want to keep hustling mm. how did you maintain that though like how like now that you're doing freelance um, like how are you maintaining that motivation oh you don't I, yeah, <laughs> I'm you super don't. jaded with the industry and I think that's yeah. the thing that's why I ended up leaving my full time job because I wanted to start freelancing and only working I mean you know really three days a week yeah. um, and then sort of working on my own stuff on the side here and there um, yeah. But some people, you know, if you're wired that way where, you know, you're a workaholic, where you're a workaholic and you can really grind, yeah. then you can do that. But for me, man, like after a big job, mm. I need that bit of a break before yeah. I can start up again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we, like, so you prefer freelance over, um, over full-time positions? Or? Yeah. I think it's, it's always a case of the, the grass is green on the other side. Yeah. You know, when you're working full-time, you're it's sort of clocking in, clocking out, you know, full nine hour days, five days a week. Um, but at least you got your weekends free, but when mm-hmm. you freelance, it's sort of like answering emails at night, your work never really stops. Yeah. Um, after you work a normal job, there'll still be more coming in. Um, but I think the biggest thing with freelancing is that you've got to be on top of everything, mm-hmm. you know, your yeah. finances, your tax and, and that's something that I'm not great at. Mm. And that's why I sort of miss having that full-time job where I just don't have to worry about yeah. putting money aside for tax or hex and all super and all that kind of stuff. You can just work, yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. work, you just clock in, clock out. Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's double-edged sword, but having that freedom is also very valuable. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think people have this um, this view of freelance work where it's like, it's the dream, but I don't think people realize how much work actually goes into yeah. freelancing um, because yeah. of all those things you just said. So, yeah, I remember like we had Nicole on the podcast um, a couple episodes ago and she's mm-hmm. working 
like full time doing some um design stuff at the moment and she's like, Man, this is like so much better than yeah, you just don't have to worry, man. There's yeah. no, like, chasing clients for, you know, money. The money's kind of frequent. You can plan for stuff up ahead. Yeah. Um, but also, it is kind of good when, you know, your girlfriend's got a Monday off and you've got, you know, you're not doing anything on the Monday. You can put it aside and yeah. Yeah. work on a Sunday and go to the beach during midweek. Um, yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's just, I think it's more of a personality thing if you can yeah. really handle that business side of things and handle your own financials and freelance seems pretty good but mm. if you can't self-manage then yeah definitely yeah. just try and find a full-timer so you worked for five years at this place on graphic design that's a solid effort five years mm. um but then you you went and started up this thing called good hope so you want to tell us a little bit about that how it started what it is yeah well i just always had this i mean i guess street where when i i got a job working at cotton on um, during studying at and more mm-hmm. so I was maybe 19 at the time um, and then that's before that my girlfriend would tell you that I dress like an absolute slob <laughs> um, and then even working at Cotton On I would only really just buy Cotton On yeah, right. um, and I wasn't really aware of I guess clothing and, and what I was wearing mm-hmm. um, it, clothes to me I wasn't really materialistic and I, mm. I like to say that I'm not now but you know my mm. sneaker collection will tell you otherwise <laughs> but I think uh, it was one day where I was I was wearing these pair of fake vans from the Iconic and it was like after two wears the sole already ripped off no. and I was like oh wow. my god and um, my she wasn't my girlfriend at the time but my girlfriend now was like you need to you know take care of what you're wearing because yeah, wow. you know if you just keep shopping at Cotton it's you it's never gonna last yeah sort of yeah. thing that's um, so funny because you work at Cotton yeah yeah well that's the thing about fast fashion is that those clothes aren't really built to last right no. they look great on shelf but after one wear and one wash it, it doesn't really last um mm-hmm. so I think I remember that day uh, I went to Hype and I bought these blue suede vans and I remember I was like these are amazing um and they lasted me forever. I absolutely beat them. And they were, they were probably my first real sneaker. Mm-hmm. Back when I was a kid, I used to love Air Force Ones. But, I mean, I never really liked asking my parents to buy me stuff. Yeah. Um, but now that I had disposable money, now that I was sort of working in the city and I was in that bar even more, I started absolutely falling in love with sneakers. Uh, first it was Asics, Joe Lights, and then Air Maxes. Um, and then, yeah, so I started to really throw myself in that culture loving streetwear um and then sort of going to the shops in the city back then i mean above the clouds is still there just do really great streetwear you had supply um and half sleeve and it was these really cool boutiques that stocked really great brands Mm. that you wouldn't find anywhere else in sydney and back then e-commerce wasn't really that big as big as it is now Mm. um so i think that was really cool sort of being exposed to all that and then it just got to the point where I was like alright now it's a cost per wear thing like if I'm gonna spend $80 on this tea that's gonna last me you know thousand wears then I'm gonna buy that over a $20 cotton on t-shirt um and then yeah fair uh, I mean cause that'll last you like three yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean like look no offense I mean it's just maybe not cotton on you know cotton on please don't don't hate me but uh, well, yeah it's not just fashion. cotton on yeah, yeah. fast, fast fashion. fashion you got like cotton on factory yeah. 
even like stuff like Kmart and yeah 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 exactly like, they'll have decent looking stuff but yeah, yeah. and I mean it caters to a market right like yeah. people need that kind of stuff yeah. um, but for me in my position that wasn't something I necessarily wanted um, so you know I used to line up for sneakers and then, you know I think the longest I've lined up for a pair of sneakers were you know like two days yeah, um, well, and I, I was sort of in that scene um, and I That's decided wild. to yeah, yeah, I started to really care about, you know, what, what clothes I had. And this is before, I mean, back in the day, I, they still do lineups, mm. but nowadays it's a lot of raffles because, you know, lineups were kind of rough back. Like, in Sydney, it's it's okay, but you hear about the stories of lineups in, like, America mainly and some other places where, you know, one or two bad eggs would rock up and it's just a absolute, you know, ball. Yeah. You know, yeah whoever's yeah. in line. Yeah, because, I mean, sometimes I saw it here in Sydney as well where, you know, you'd have this group that's been lining up for you know a day or two and then when the shoe is released the store opens everyone just starts pushing in line and you're like yeah. it's chaos it's chaos yeah. so um i think raffling now is what they do but yeah so i just i just grew to love the culture um and i started to become more aware of what i was wearing and i guess the overall impact it had on me and and the environment as well. Like, you don't want to be throwing away clothes. And now my closet is a little more compact, mainly just my own stuff. But yeah, so started Good Hope Studio, I guess. And that's something I've always wanted to do uh, for a few years. I had ideas to start up a blog um, and I interviewed a few people back then. Uh, but having the full-time job kind of stopped me from mm-hmm. doing that. And I tried to team up with a few people to help me out with that, but it never really... I mean, it came to nothing really in the end. Um, but it wasn't until, yeah, last year where I was like, no, I really want to give this a, a proper crack. Um, I quit my job and then, yeah, I guess started Good Hope Studio. That's mad. Dude. Here we go. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So there's, there's always been different iterations of it in the past, but um, yeah, this is, I guess this is something I started with one of my ex-workmates at the old agency and yeah been pretty sweet so far we, we haven't released much but there's a lot in the pipeline and, and what has there. been released is fire yeah. <laughs> thanks yeah no these new shirts that are coming out now hey it's... if you guys are watching on youtube <laughs> yeah. we got them right here check them out boom with nathan <laughs> boom, boom. boom with ernie bro they're they're rocking it i'm i'm just a chump <laughs> yeah. all good yeah. you guys are still a show all good so if you're listening to this this episode drops on what monday the 5th i think it is but these new tees this drop the is first. the first yeah yeah so, so if you're listening to this yeah. like these are already out yeah. jump on Check good hope cop them because they're fire support a local creative yeah yeah, yeah no please um yeah it's one of those things where like man I'm, I'm huge on quality like whenever i go to any store I'll always just sort of I don't even look at the shirt if there's a rack of shirts I'm just sort of running my hands through it trying to feel what materials I like mm. and then if there's one I like I'll pull it out and if the graphics cool like yep yeah, might buy it but um yeah and I think that's something that I've always wanted to champion with these tees and anything that we put out is that the quality has to be up to I mean my standard yeah um that's I can tell it's a very yeah. high standard oh, good. French cherry tees and these are these are amazing these were made out of um 100% produced in Australia as well uh, and made in a shop print shop out of Marrickville called Bodega and yeah, they do they do amazing stuff over there um, why did I mispronounce that? Bodega B-O-T-T-E-G-A 
I'm bad with spelling, bro. I have no yeah, clue. I'm Trust just, you. You know, I just cut <laughs> it at when I was uh, <laughs> come back to this. Um, but yeah, and they, they produce amazing stuff over there, Tino. So if anyone wants to, you know, get any t-shirts printed or um, some quality threads, hit him up. Yeah, man. Yeah, check out the website as well. Yeah. Sick. We can link that below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, man. They're, they're um, awesome. Just another question, dude. So like, with the name Good Hope, like, how did you come up with the name? Yeah, so it's an interesting story. Um, me and the, uh, is Marty, is the name of the other designer who I initially started this with. Um, we met working at, it's called, a uh, design agency called Loyal Agency out in Paddington. Mm-hmm. Um, and Loyal Agency is on the corner of Good Hope Street. So it was an actual street. That's a mad yeah, street wow. name. Yeah, it's a really cool street name. And it used to be one of those things where we would always sort of walk past, or we'd always park our car on that street, and we'd, we'd look at it and we'd be like, oh, it's a really cool name. Um, there's something about it. It's you know, super wholesome, super positive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then when you were coming up with names for the brand, um, like I said, there's always been different iterations, but I guess this is the name where it just sort of stuck. Yeah. So, you know, Good Hope, and then we added Studio because we were both designers and and it could be one of those things where in the future it isn't just a label, but it is, you know, a full-fledged studio. Mm. That's bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the future plans. Yeah. It's excited to see what, what comes out <laughs> yeah. of it. Um, is there, is there anything you want to tell us about this new capsule that's dropping? Like, what's is there any story behind it? or? Yeah, well, with a lot of the teas that we, I mean, anything that we put out, I always want to champion the story behind it. Um, and I think that's a huge thing with my, one of, I guess the biggest inspiration for me is the, the hundreds, which is an old school, one of the OG clothing labels. Um, and Bobby and Benny hundreds, they used to put out a blog in conjunction with their shirts that's cool. and that's how they started. They sort of wanted to tell the story of the shirt as well. And I think that's what we want to do as well. So with the release on these, there'll be a, a blog post as a, you know, behind the inspiration behind it all. But um, with these teas, they're called the solidarity teas. Um, and it was this sort of, you know, during isolation, I mean, it's, it hasn't been great for everybody out yeah. there. Um, but you know, some people are thriving and it's, it was, it was a weird time where, I mean, you work behind a screen, you'd wake up, I'd wake up, my work desk is right next to my bed. I'd wake up at 8.55, jump on work after your work's done, you know, do a bit more work afterwards, but then, you know, eat dinner, go back to sleep. And it was real isolated mm. as well. Like you're spending a lot of time with your family, but I guess it sort of started chipping away. Um, and it reminded me of the time when I went traveling to the States uh, with me and my mates. Um, and I remember it was a eight week vacation. Mm. And I remember before everyone's like, oh, you're going you're gonna to miss home. You're going to get homesick. And yeah. before that, I only traveled for like two weeks max before. And I was like, oh, not really. Like, you know, I'll be there with my mates. Should be right. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, all, it reminded me of a time where we went to the States and it was a snowstorm. And I was over there and I started to, it was in New York. And I started to um, get a little homesick. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And then we had this day we went to Central Park take photos, you know, because it's snowing in the middle of spring. It was a really cool experience, yeah. Um, But then it sort of turned real sour real quick where we weren't prepared for a snowstorm. (laughs) We had, like, maybe a light jacket. when we went to the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. like a video. That bit where you sort of zoomed into your Converse, where it was, like, people that snow, I'm like, man, I feel you. (laughs) Bro, bro, I... 
We never like posted or anything, but I had Maccas like before, <laughs> and I put I put I was my feet were that cold. I put my feet, my bare feet, in the Maccas bag, bro, because it was that cold. I thought it helped. Not really, oh, guys. But, yeah. I think the cold actually made him go a bit crazy. Because <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know why he thought that, that putting his help. shoes in a paper bag was warmer. It's like when we're back in the car as well, so I've like got the heater turned on. Yeah. Like, we were Gucci, yeah. but I was just going a bit overboard. Even, I was putting my fingers uh, in my mouth as well. Because we didn't have gloves. Like, yeah. bro, that was the first time I went to snow. Yeah. But, yeah. I think it's one of these things where, like, growing up in Australia, we don't get many snow, like, much snow. And if yeah. you travel out to it, I mean, you know. But, I mean, I didn't really go out there that often. Mm. I mean, yeah. so, yeah, we were well underprepared. And especially because yeah. it was in the middle of spring. We didn't expect there to be a snow. Yeah. yeah, totally. So, yeah, I was just wearing, like, my Air Maxes and, like, jeans, I think, mm-hmm. or trousers and a shirt and, like, a thin jacket yeah and yeah, we were like making snow angels like yeah this is yeah. great until it got to a point where like it was like really pouring down we couldn't see five meters ahead of us and oh, we were wow. like oh my god where are we gonna go and i remember i really wanted some ramen so we tried yes. to go to uh Momo Fuku. love ramen yeah yeah and we was like all right momofuku noodle bar it's famous let's go there i've always wanted to try it mm-hmm. um and then we'll we walk like three blocks to get there and three blocks doesn't sound long, but in America, that's like 30 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you wow. look at it in New York, you look at it on your phone, you're like, oh yeah, that's walkable. <laughs> it's not walkable um, wow. at all. And we were walking through the snowstorm, we get there, and we didn't check beforehand, but it was closed down because of the snowstorm. No. And we are just sitting there, bro. and I was already in my feels about this. I was like, man, I'm homesick, <laughs> I just want something comforting right now. Yeah. So, and then luckily, my mate was like, oh, look, across the road, and there was another Japanese sort of restaurant there. It looked real, real subtle, real, real quiet. And we, we, uh, we went in. It was beautiful inside, beautiful interiors. We were having ramen and sake. And it was like this real nice moment where, you know, I guess how I've, um, how I've sort of encapsulated it is sol- solidarity found in solitude, where, you know, we're all sort of going through the same thing. But we'll in that one moment we're all sort of connected. Yeah, well. Um and yeah, I think that's the thing that we I wanted to encapsulate with this capsule in particular was that that sort of feeling. That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that unity oh, cool. in isolation. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Bad, yeah, man. that's how they I think on the back of the shirts, you know, hand in hand in isolation. Yeah. And all that stuff. And I, I it was <laughs> even putting stuff on the like even wording on shirts, I mean, may, maybe it's a thing of uh, PTSD of working at in cotton on fast fashion too much where you see all these shirts and they just have like useless words on right. a shirt the but worst. It, yeah and it's like you don't know what he means it kind yeah. of looks cool but like it has no meaning behind it it's abstract yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and that's the thing where like I put on the back of these shirts and I was like I kind of hate that it's there but it's part of the story so I'm just mm. going to put it there yeah. um, and and hopefully with with good hope the people that buy these shirts know the story behind what the mm. shirt is and yeah yeah really embrace that so yeah I part of that like, unity yeah. yeah 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 exactly so uh yeah I thought I thought you know let's just have it on there let's hear the story and stay true to what we want to do I guess I dig awesome. I dig yeah. one one last thing I'm going to ask you about before we kind of wrap it up would be so you mentioned before um it's like you're doing like fashion stuff at the moment and maybe this thing will turn into like full-fledged studio like what would that look like what would be the dream with good hope 
and I think being an agency as well, um, you know, being a graphic designer, I mean, you know, being a senior designer, you do have a lot of say in the creative direction of how stuff works, but a lot of the time there's always going to be someone that's above you that says, you know, like, no, don't do that. Don't, you know, and a lot of the time those voices are, you know, in my opinion, dated. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, I mean, in the future, it'd be great to see Good Hope Studios as, you know, we, we do, you know, range from fashion and our label, but also we do provide design services, um, brand direction, um, the whole, the whole lot. And even with the fashion side, I've, I'm obsessed with homeware stuff and I, I live at home, so I don't know why I am, but <laughs> you know, I, I just bought this $400 custom rug bro with good hope I don't even yeah know. I saw that yeah, I don't even have it rolled out it's just it's in it's in the corner of my room and I don't <laughs> use it because I'm like I don't want to step on it um, but you know and then doing sort of like mugs maybe so I guess just everything just mm. sort of experimenting um, not sticking purely to streetwear um, and clothing but yeah, yeah. well bro I'm keen for it I'm yeah, excited same, to see bro. see what comes out in, in the days to come I'm keen to look back at this podcast like say even a couple yeah. years from now or imagine like 10 years from now just like yeah where, where this only is only 10 years be ago yeah that'd be sick yeah it's gonna be wild excited too excited man excited everything's good yeah yeah everything's a flowing working. with energy but yeah I mean, no it's, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun this this next part i guess yeah 100 well i think we're gonna call it there yeah man seems good yeah Thanks so much for being on the podcast. No, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's been great. Yeah, it's really encouraging, dude, especially hearing your story and things that you do here. And yeah, hopefully this inspires a few people that are watching. And, you know, if, you, if you're wanting to become a designer, like, go for it. And, like, if you want to do streetwear, join in. Um, and, yeah, like, we're, we're supporting you. And hopefully the guys here that are watching will check you out and support you too. But yeah, I appreciate. It. I also appreciate what you guys are doing as well. You know, again, I've never really, you know, pictured Killtown being a creative hub, but you know, you guys, hey, here, it's a work in progress, boys. Come on, hey. it's great. Give it's us great. some time. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be the place for me. Right? There is yeah. more to come. <laughs> there is, there is. Yeah, for sure. Well, how do we wrap this thing, dude? Well, basically, um, yeah, it's. Pretty straightforward from here, guys. If you guys want to keep um, keep up to date with everything we're doing with the podcast, um, I think you can follow on Spotify, hit subscribe on YouTube. I don't know how you're doing on Apple Podcasts, but um, subscribe or whatever on there. And I heard reviews really, really help out just with um, just being able to get noticed on there. So yeah. that give, would help a ton. Yeah, give us and a review, guys. Come on. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 5. Give us a 5, guys. Come yeah. on. Maybe leave a comment as well. Say how bad I was. Um, and the jokes. Especially the one out of this world. Yeah, quality. There'll be more. There'll be more. There'll be more like that if you, if you stay tuned. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll may, maybe do some pickup lines next week. Yeah, don't do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. One last thing, actually. Where can people find you? What, um, what's the best place? Instagram? Yeah, Instagram, Facebook. Give us a follow. Instagram, Facebook. Uh, check out the website. I think my SEO is pretty good, so you can Google us at Good Hope Studio and hopefully we'll be the first link there. But yeah. Wicked. Oh, cool. Thanks, Sam. Peace out.